T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with Charlie Long in studio. And on our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talk and text line, we have on with us uh, from Pro Football Focus, their salary cap analyst, Bradley Spielberger. Brad, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Brad, uh, your thoughts right off the bat on the Saints signing Derek Carr. I was, I was telling Charlie, I did six shows today. And the thoughts on Derek Carr – well, much more favorable away from here than, say, here when I get on Sports Talk. It's sort of a split decision. Uh, you, you maybe have to go another round with it. Man, outside of this region, there he is. Man, uh, Derek, you're getting a really good football player uh, and who has played on some really bad defenses. Your thoughts on Derek Carr and also how his numbers will fit salary cap-wise over the next couple, three years. Yeah, so I think maybe part of that is, unfortunately, uh, for Saints fans, Derek Carr may have had the worst game of his career in the Superdome right. past season, um, which maybe is clouding their judgment a little bit. And look, I don't think he had a very good 2022 altogether, but the three years before that, he was a top 10 graded quarterback for us over those three years combined. He was top 10 in yards per attempt, um, you know, avoided turnovers, did a lot of very good things. So I think it's realistically, you know, a two-year $60 million deal, maybe two-year $70 because he has some guarantees that'll kick in in the third year um, next offseason that'll probably make it to but you know if, if your worst case scenario is 35 million dollars a year on, on an above average to good quarterback I think it's a pretty good deal as you know they'll figure out the salary cap they'll push all this cap down the line as they've already started doing yeah I think it worked out well for them and I think the marriage of him and Dennis Allen who coached him when he was a rookie I think it's a good fit yeah Brad because I think everybody sees that four-year number and okay, a lot of times they don't ever get to that year. They don't sometimes even get to the third year uh, with this. This is really a two-year contract, and then they take it from there afterwards. So what you see, uh, okay, that's an agent put out that. Okay, he, he man, look what I got for Derek Carr uh, out of this deal. But in reality, that's really not the case. There is a fifty million dollars salary in twenty twenty-six when he's thirty-five years old. I would say. There is a two percent chance he earns <laughs> yeah, that money. Right. Um, that, even, even that might be a, that might be a generous uh, estimate by myself. So yeah, I agree with you. It's a two-year deal, and honestly, if it becomes a three-year deal, it's probably because he's playing very good football. So it'll be interesting. They obviously have a lot of really good players that are older. Can they kind of turn over this roster with him still there and get some youth on the defense? You know, maybe have a good draft class and figure some things out. But you know, yes, the agent of course always wants to get the good the good numbers yeah, out there sure. first. In, in reality, I think it's a win-win. 
Brad, a, a player that Mike and I were talking about earlier in the show is Jawan Johnson. What type of contract do you think he fetches in the offseason? Yeah, because I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, Brad, um, I've talked to a couple people in the league, and they kind of whispered it to me. Hey, I think Jawan Johnson is going to get a little bit more money than maybe people think. And, and he may kind of get out of the Saints' price range uh, that they feel somebody. And right. listen, it only takes one to do it. Uh, to really put it out there, but uh, I've had a couple of people tell me Jawan Johnson's a guy that might make him some pretty good coin in the off season. Yeah, I mean in today's NFL with these these kind of stretch, you know, tight ends that are these kind of big slot receivers and, and our matchup problems for a lot of teams put a lot of stress on opposing linebackers and safeties. I think he could do pretty well. You know, I don't think it's going to break the bank by any means, but maybe getting into the three, four, five million per year conversation. Definitely not a, a minimum salary contract, and maybe you heard even higher than that. Um, you know, it's also not a great market for those guys this offseason in particular. You get the, the franchise tag for Evan Ingram. There's not a ton of depth there. So, yeah, I think he could do pretty well. Yeah, one of the things everybody brings up, and we've talked about it here on Sports Talk, is all the tight ends coming out of college. Brad, I've done this. This is thir- over 35 years. I've never seen this much from a quality and quantity standpoint coming out of college. I mean, some really good tight ends and people you can pick up in the third and fourth round that will eventually be starters. It, it is. I think it's maybe one of the best, if not the best, you know, tight end classes because that's what you said too. We, we have all the big names at the top. Everyone knows about the Michael Myers and the Dalton Kincaid. But this past week, I think guys like Sam Laporta at Iowa did himself a lot of favors at the sure combine did. and also just, yeah, like it's, it's a deep class and a top-heavy class. I'm there with you. And that does impact the free agent market a bit if teams think they can add a starter in the third or fourth round you know maybe it keeps contracts down a little bit yeah it, it is a special class at that position this year brad one of the players the saints got a little bit of help with because they extended this to try to make a contract work with him still have not signed yet is david on if he were to come out on the free agent market what would you expect Anyamata's numbers to look like if he can't come to terms with the Saints? Yeah, I think he's in that kind of 8 to $10 million per year range, and that might even be, you know, I have him at 7.5 on our, our website's projections. Look, a very, very good player, a productive interior pass rusher, and those undersized guys that can get upfield have done very well recently. Um, you know, not, not quite a comparison to Deron Payne, but it always helps when a guy gets franchise tagged and doesn't hit the market at your position. Um, you know, he had the suspension. He had a down year. But the couple of years before last season, another guy that was top 20 for us in pass rush win rate among interior defenders was a problem on the interior. And teams are snatching those guys up. And kind of on the flip side um, of the tight end class, I think there, there's some talent at defensive line, uh, but not a ton in the draft this year. So maybe he does pretty well if he gets out to the market. Brad, I think the last time we talked to you, you said, I believe it was you, it may have been someone else, um, that on that defensive line staying there, that Javon Hargrave was going to fetch a big deal in the offseason as an undraft, or as a unrestricted free agent. I want to get your thoughts on what kind of deal he could fetch, and then also if the Saints will go out and be players in the market at defensive tackle, because it's a huge hole for them. You know, people, yeah, we've talked I think about right now they only have one defensive tackle signed. Right, we've talked about That's potentially filling it in the draft, but are there any free agent prospects that the Saints could go and get at that position? Yeah, so I think Javon Hargrave is going to approach $20 million a year. You heard in Indianapolis this past year, that's kind of what his, what his camp is looking for. So maybe it falls more in the 18 to 20 range, but someone is going to give him a massive contract. I mean, he's coming off of three phenomenal years. Guys, I think maybe more fit with the Saints, a little bit lower down the board. 
I think a guy like Dalvin Tomlinson, if he gets out of Minnesota, can play one technique, can play three technique, you can move him around, does a lot of things very well, good against the run and the occasional pass rush. I think he's an interesting player there as well. And then one other guy is Zach Allen, the guy coming out of Arizona, the Cardinals. I'm kind of a three, a three, four defensive end, but I think you could kick him outside to play some, you know, you know, four, three D end at times. And you could play him at three technique. You can kind of move him around as well. Um, so I think both of those guys make sense. And one more name I'll throw at you um, that I mentioned on the show last time I was here. I uh, was Larry Ogunjobi, yep. the Pittsburgh Steelers this past year, a good player, um, you know, that I think will get maybe more like nine to 10 million per year. Um, and, and I think is an effective player against both the pass and the run. One of the guys, uh, Brad, that really stepped up this year when uh, Pete Werner went down with an injury is Caden Ellis. Uh, now, the first couple of years, uh, he had an injury, but I saw him a lot in college, and he was a guy that could rush off the edge. He played real close to the ball. Uh, we didn't see him play a lot in the coverage part of the game. Man, he's really improved in reverse. And so what would the numbers look like for Caden? Because he's really now become the complete linebacker in that he can rush off the edge, he plays the run well, and he's not a small guy. He's a big linebacker, but he's gotten so much better playing in reverse and in the coverage part of the game. He really has. Like you said, he can play downhill and come forward, which I think there's less of that in this class. There's more of the kind of play backwards, coverage-type players, um, and so that can maybe benefit him. You know, the one thing that is interesting there, though, is that they flooded, flooded market. It might be the most, you know, the deepest free agent market of all positions. So, you know, that kind of maybe works against him a little bit. But, you know, I think he could get into the four, five, six million per year range if he, if he gets a new deal. Um, like you said, a good young player, an ascending young player. Um, you know, he's going to be interesting. Another guy, every day we get it, and it's about Michael Thomas. And one, because of the contract, you can't trade him. I mean, nobody's going to take that contract in a trade. It's just not going to happen. They're going to say, okay, if that's the case, just cut him loose, and we're going to do our own deal. There have been some reports that the Saints would have an interest in bringing Michael back, but at the right price. What would you think a situation if Mike got cut loose, what would he get on the open market? Here was a guy who's an elite player when he's healthy. The problem is you've just seen him play in a handful of games the last couple years, approaching 30 years old now. And, again, he, he can't be traded because of the way the contract is structured. So it's one of two things. Either you cut him loose – or you try to structure a deal where you can get him back uh, at a price that's reasonable and that can work for both Thomas and the Saints? Yeah, you know, he obviously had a very positive reaction to the signing of Derek Carr, so maybe that gives you some optimism. Like you said, the contract is set up where there is a deadline. They have to get a new deal done by about March 19th, I want to say it is. Otherwise, they have to cut him because they cannot let a couple, you know, guarantees vest on his contract. So I think, you know, whether it's a a new deal with the Saints or he goes elsewhere, I kind of think it's going to have to be a one-year flyer. Um, Because he's been such a special talent, I still think he could maybe get 8 to 10 million, maybe even more than that. I I think I had a one-year 12 million on our projection just because you've seen the upside. You've seen what he can be. And I know the injuries have obviously been consistent, but it's not like he was, you know, tearing his ACL every year like a Jason Verrett. Like, it's the, it's the same ankle for a long time, and then some other stuff, some back issues, whatever. But if he plays like we saw, if you get, if you get 80% of prime Michael Thomas, you know, that's a steal for that type of deal. I think one of the things the Saints are kind of caught in the middle of here, you have your former coach now in Denver who's 
peeled away a couple of assistant coaches, but he knows all these players here pretty well. And now in Atlanta, uh, Terry Fontenot, who's a former director of player personnel guy, who's now the GM there, and he brings in Ryan Nielsen, who's now the new defensive coordinator. That you might be in a battle for players against the people that were at one time in in those offices and in the buildings that you were in. It's a complicated situation, no question. I mean, obviously, it's probably not a guy the Saints needed to have back, but you already see Denver signing a little Jordan Humphrey today. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you said, you're not competing with multiple teams that have your guys. I think Nielsen's obviously very interesting because Atlanta could certainly use both um, uh, David Onyemata and um, <clears throat> Marcus Davenport. Davenport. Yeah, like it, you know, both those guys make a lot of sense in Atlanta as well. So, yeah, it, it complicates matters, um, and it makes things interesting because those teams also have a lot more, at least Atlanta, has way more financial flexibility right now than, than the New Orleans Saints do. Yeah, they have the second most cap space in the NFL, and, and this is kind of leading into my next question here, Brad. I've seen the reports that they're not interested in Lamar Jackson, and it makes no sense to me because they have the cap space to give them a, a giant deal. Can you kind of give your thoughts on that situation? Yeah, but Brad, you've been through this before. A lot of times teams uh, at that moment, nah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested in Lamar. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> and you may get a different answer. Uh, I think what's going to be interesting is how they structure that deal because the, all that guaranteed, what you saw Jimmy Haslam do last year, uh, it's kind of rubbed a lot of the other owners the, the wrong way. It might be just timing for Lamar, but I, I think somebody's going to try to make a deal for Lamar to make it almost unmatchable by the Ravens. I think they could try. You know, I found it very strange yesterday that a bunch of teams come out and say they're not going to be in the market for them. Like you said, maybe they're just posturing a little bit and, and they change their mind if things don't go the way they want in free agency or the draft or whatever the case may be because this does go beyond the draft as well. If a team strikes out there, you could sign Lamar to an offer sheet as late as week 10. I mean, that, that's obviously a, a scenario that's not going to happen. But, but the window here is very wide open. So, you know, and teams could try to – you can't do poison pills like you could back in the day where you basically would sign these deals that made it impossible for the incumbent team to match. But Baltimore has a lot of big contracts on their on their cap already. They don't have a ton of ways to restructure deals. You know, like New Orleans where we always have these conversations, but they know they can recreate a ton of room the way they structure their deals. Baltimore's kind of already pulled a lot of those levers. Um The one thing, though, is I just don't think any team is comfortable giving him – if he really does want – you know, 230 or more fully guaranteed dollars, I'm just not sure any team is comfortable going there. And if that's a hard line for him, I almost think he's just going to play on the franchise tag next year. Brad, other than Atlanta, who we've talked about, and I think they will be aggressive in the market, is there another team that you've kind of have circled that say, boy, watch once free agency. Watch the money they're going to throw out there in free agency. Now, this isn't the, the greatest class of free agents out there. But, you know, it can get you better if you make the right picks. Yeah, it's certainly not. But I think there are a couple teams that will be active. I think for me, the ones that jump out, I mean, of course, the Chicago Bears with nearly $100 million in cap space, they don't have a choice. They're spending, as of right now, less than $100 million in cash on their roster, dead last in the NFL by a good margin. But I also think the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots are two teams I'm keeping an eye on to spend a lot of money. New England historically did not spend a lot in free agency, but I think old Bill Belichick's gotten a little impatient. Uh, and wants <laughs> a little. To, you know, yeah. add, a little, <laughs> right, right. And then Houston, you know, Houston kind of purged their roster, got rid of a lot of older players, obviously traded to Sean Watson away. And I think they were biding their time, signing a lot of small one-year deals. I think now this is the offseason where 
You bring in the rookie quarterback, and you try to surround him with as much talent as possible. Brad, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Always great insights. And, uh, hey, we'll be back with you real soon because, man, that free agency deal is right around the corner. (laughs) Thank you for having me, of course. All righty. Bradley Spielberger uh, does a fantastic job. Pro football focus, uh, salary cap analyst there, breaking down the money that people most likely will make. And, boy, he's close. Well, we, we followed that throughout the years, how close he is on, on exactly what these guys will get. And uh, we appreciate him joining us here and uh, almost on a weekly basis. We'll be back here with more Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.